0: All right, welcome back to the Better Off Podcast, episode I don't know. Today we're gonna to be talking about the Portuguese Grand Prix. Not the Spanish Grand Prix, not the Italian Grand Prix, not the French Grand Prix, but somehow all of them smushed together. And even though you can speak one of those languages, you can't speak Portuguese because it's different. I know that's that's what I've got. And and, you got. and and, and and, and Ronaldo is from Portugal. That's what I've got on Portugal. But, okay. but, but now we'll talk about Formula One, and I will then have more on Portugal.
1: Well, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not all, weird that you don't know much about Portugal, especially with F1, because last year was like the first race back in about 20 years. So, I mean, I'm glad it's yeah, back on the calendar this year. We saw various my
0: complete but... and total lack of international global geographic knowledge we're american we don't have that yeah it always just confused me that they spoke portuguese in brazil and then i found out that portugal wasn't anywhere near brazil and i was very confused and frankly i am still pretty confused
1: well if if we want to talk about that i think we have to start a podcast about the the world structure in the 1600s flat earth baby yeah if you keep going you'll fall off flatter all right well so like Alex said we are talking about the Portuguese Grand Prix last year was the return to Portimao after I think like 20 years outside of Portugal for for Formula One um and it was an exciting race it was kind of par for the course you had a a Hamilton Botas 1-2 um but I thought there were a lot of really interesting storylines besides the top three because for stopping out third um It was a great race for Ferrari last year, which I think we'll talk about it as we get into the betting previews. Um, But with Leclerc in fourth and Vettel in tenth, that was one of the – with Vettel in tenth, that has to be a good race for Ferrari last year, right? His average positioning was like 12th or something like that. I mentioned this last time. I'm done with Sebastian
0: Vettel. Me and Snoopy, who, by the way, so we don't get sued – the Peanuts people don't sponsor better. It's just, it's Snoopy. Snoopy's cool. He's wearing a cool sweater and cool sunglasses. I'm done with Sebastian Vettel. I'm, I'm done. No mas.
1: No mas. You don't even want to talk about him anymore. No, well, we can week. talk about it, but I'm,
0: I'm done pinning my hopes and definitely my money to anything that has to do with Sebastian Vettel doing anything inside of the top 10.
1: Okay. Well, he did drag the Ferrari to a top 10 finish last year. There were a few oddballs. Um, Lando had to pick twice after a collision with Stroll for a wing change and then got his puncture. Albon was kind of Red Bull's guinea pig for for Verstappen for and made him go on a two-stop just to see how the tire degradation was. But, I mean, I think this is going to be a really interesting race this year just because last year, the qualifying was close. Verstappen was... I think, three-tenths off Hamilton. Let's see. Yeah, just about like two and a half, three-tenths. But it was actually one of the wider gaps that Hamilton won by last season. I mean, he, he gapped for seven by 35 seconds. He was all, he always had a pit stop at hand. So I, re- I think it's going to be really interesting to see the Red Bull improvements this year and if they can make up that gap. And maybe – I mean – If you're close to Mercedes, you you pressure them into mistakes. We saw it last week, um, Hamilton going off and a slow pit stop when he needed a fast one. But what do you think? Do you think Red Bull, are they in the same position with Albon versus Perez? Because Albon finished out of the points last year. Or do you think this is the race we finally see what Perez is capable to do in a Red Bull? I
0: still like Checo. Um, both because I think he has skill and because he's completely unpredictable. So he's, he's once again, sort of, you know, Ricky Bobby, Um, you know, I, I would, I would rather have Checo than Valtteri Botas. So in my mind, Red Bull is in, in a better position than the Mercedes, but Sergio Perez always has the ability to, you know, take four penalties and, you know, drive backwards and end up in the back of the field. So um, I think the upside is there for the Red Bull Honda, but it's where we, we've we got to see. We've got to see what Checo can do in that chair. Yep.
1: Um, last year was, was one of the craziest first laps of the year. It was like super cold on, an, on a new, on new tarmac. It was basically a rally championship out there, and who – who out of the F1 field took advantage of that the most other than Kimi Räikkönen? I mean, he, he went from like 16th to six in one lap.
0: Former world, I can't get you to give Kimi Räikkönen any respect. Former world champion, Kimi Räikkönen. I know he's a former, I love Kimi Räikkönen. Kimi Räikkönen, that guy who I once threw a football with in Central Park. He's Kimi Räikkönen.
1: All right, world champion Kimi Räikkönen made up 10 places on the first lap. To give him back and end up in 11th but as everyone else is sliding around he's back in the dirt roads of europe driving a rally car again that's what it seemed like and we had science get up into the lead by i think lap two because the mercedes were struggling to fire up their their mediums but i mean it was a good showing for mclaren if lando wasn't in such crappy situations you know a, a, a wing change because stroll hits him um and then a slow puncture science finishes they fourth.
0: Be a good situation what telling our millions of viewers and fans who we are and where to
1: find us that's true that would be a good situation we are not two guys just randomly talking about formula one on the internet that's not our full-time job part of our full-time job um we actually are running a company called Better Off. And what 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 is Better Off, Alex? You have it all behind you. And to the side, Snoop Dogg. Better Off. Better Off.
0: We are a sports wagering information and monetization app. We track your picks. We track other people's picks. We do deep data, analytics, so that you can't just say that you win at 90% and end up like that girl on ESPN who everyone laughed at and then they threw her off. We actually can show who wins, what type of bets, how often they win, weighted win percentage, units gained, return on investment, all of it. It's sortable. There's leaderboards. It's all verified. And you, the user, can also make money if you know your stuff Formula One, baseball, basketball, football, esports, all of it, although esports hasn't come yet. You can start your own paid channel verify your own pick acumen with our data and charge other people to have access to your picks.
1: I couldn't have said it better myself. And you want to know what I think my favorite part might be? Well, there's two favorite parts of mine. Tell me. Number one, you can trash talk whoever you want. Comment, dislikes, tell them that they suck or tell them that they're great if they're making you money. Second, it's free. You don't have to pay a cent. No, it isn't. Yes, I'm sorry. I know you're the boss, but I've got to overrule you on this There's one. There's it, no way free. we're giving all that away for free. We can't be doing it. I'm sorry. It's just it's just what we're doing. You've been usurped.
0: All right, fine. It's free to download, but you can't get all of that cool information for free. All the stats and the data and the following people and like the making picks, that's got to cost something, right?
1: Nope. Follow whoever you want. The only time you'll pay is if you decide to pay for someone else's room and they are making you win or if you think they deserve well, your money will
0: you track my picks for free or like i need to pay for you to track them no track them right can i, can so I check them. on you what but if i want to see your picks i got to pay for that
1: right i got to your my data. picks are public my very very bad record is public but you know what it's there son of a bitch all so, right so this sounds amazing
0: it. i can't live without it uh but you probably have to download it on some weird thing, right? Like the iOS store, the Google Play store. It can't be in both of those places.
1: No, it's there now. Better off.
0: Better with go.
1: Come on, son of a bitch!
0: This is this is brilliant. Yeah, downloading trash talk. The
1: since the spork. Since the spork? Well, the spork. That's a little bit debatable, but you know, I think we're up there. Yeah. All right that's who we are let's talk about formula one yeah so like i was saying before that i think it was a good showing for mclaren it was a good showing for science uh mclaren this year has the new power unit will help them in the crazy long front stretch and uh science is now in ferrari that has done up to, to their power unit i think it's It's a perfect storm for both McLarens, both Ferraris to really get some good points and really solidify them as the top of that midfield, like I said last week. Um, But besides that, I think what we need to look for, like I said, is just a strong showing from Ferrari McLaren and honestly see how, one, the Red Bull cars upgrades affect it, and two, what Perez can do. If he can finally pick it up, I'm looking for it. I'm hoping for it. I think he can do it. I want to see a four car battle. I want. I don't want Verstappen battling both Mercedes by himself. So we'll have to see. Hopefully, he can. He can turn turn around the start to the season that he's that he's had. <laughs> All right. So we've done a little bit of recap since or from last season, but let's look at this season. We did it last week. Let's do a let's do a little bit of a betting recap or betting overlook and see where we think uh, the most the most value is. Um, so let's look just straight up who's going to win the race first and foremost. Before we get into anything crazy, we are again in the position where Hamilton and Verstappen are tied, most likely to win at plus one twenty five, then Perez and Botas at plus eight hundred. And I don't know if this is if this is gonna going to change, but I think every I know at least last race, maybe Bahrain as well. But Hamilton and Verstappen are tied, and Perez and Botas are both tied. I personally don't see value on Botas or Perez. I think we've got. I mean, we said it last week that the. Hedging opportunity with Hamilton Verstappen, to lock in, the quarter profit. But honestly, based off last year, I'm leaning more towards Hamilton at plus one twenty-five.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I said it, you know, until someone shows me why Lewis Hamilton shouldn't be favored and then he lost last week. I I, I like the hedge. I like taking Hamilton Verstappen at plus money on a Wednesday until someone shows me why not. Um I think Lando is interesting at 2,800. I think Leclerc is very interesting at 3,300. But for me, if you're talking about winners and you're getting plus money on Verstappen and Hamilton, the hedge makes the most sense. You know, put down, put down your money on both of them, lock in a quarter profit. That's, that's what I'll be doing. I'll be putting down 100 on Lewis. I'll be putting down 100 on Max and, and you know, liking my liking my quarter profit.
1: Yeah, I I just can't see Botas and Perez haven't haven't shown me anything that they should be that much fit more favored than Lando or Leclerc. I just haven't seen if anything. If Botas this year.
0: keeps racing like this, I think that George Russell is in a Mercedes next year. Even after last week? So I I don't know if Toto forgives him, but like I, I think I don't think it was his fault. Right. So in in an ESPN article that they wrote this morning, Lawrence Edmondson and Nate Saunders were basically talking about this. And they were talking about how Valtteri qualified eighth and stayed in the midfield and should have been passing cars. And that the reality of the situation, however you want to look at it, you know, whether it was Val's fault, whether it was George's fault, whether it was just racing. They wrote it. There is no reason that that Mercedes should have been in a position to be passed by the Williams. And that's, that's just, that's the fact of the matter. If, if the Mercedes does not belong in the mid pack, you know, there was no pit error there. You know, he wasn't on the wrong tires. He just was not driving that car to its full potential. The further back you get, the more likely you are to get into trouble. And that's
1: what happened to Bottas. Right. And, I think I think it's I think what you brought up is it. Um, I think you said like it. Uh, it doesn't matter if Toto forgives him because. I mean Formula One is such such a an expensive sport in a doggy dog world, right? That, yeah, d- will Toto. Be like no, it's okay, but is, he's also not dumb and realizes that if he has a a better driver that once crashed into a Mercedes available. He should probably still put that driver in a Mercedes.
0: I, I doubt that. To- has there been anything where Toto has come out and said
1: that he's angry at, at Russell? Well, he said uh, after the race. What the hell he said, is that? "Here we go. Look at you interrupting with your weird computer noises." <laughs> um, I think after the race, Toto said something along the lines of, "He always pushes their jokes with George that if he's good, he'll be in a Mercedes F1 car." If he's bad, he'll be in, like, some lower, like, Renault mm-hmm. series or something. And he said, like, he's closer to that than the Mercedes F1 car. But, I mean, I think that's heat of the moment. I don't think...
0: I mean... I if, straight up don't believe that. I think Toto Wolf goes to
1: sleep, wakes up the next morning and goes, that's my fucking driver. Any driver who can pass... A twenty twenty one Mercedes or attempt to pass in a twenty twenty one Williams deserves a look from any major team. Like
0: anyway, moving on. Nobody likes Valtteri. We like you. You like Lewis straight up at one twenty five without the hedge. I like Lewis and Max with the hedge uh, plus one twenty five lock in a quarter. um, Unless you know both of them get murdered. What do we got next?
1: We have pole position. Who's going to qualify on pole? This is similar to last race, and I think it's going to continue like this for the season. It's Max Verstappen minus 110, Lewis Hamilton plus 165, Botas plus 675, and Perez plus 800. And I think what what I meant by, what I meant by this is going to stay this way for the season, I think it's that, the books think the red bull that red bull has a better car right that that's just what it looks like right now but they don't but the x factor that brings these lines equal for race distance is the mercedes team as a whole strategy tire management pit stops are all fantastic and lewis hamilton's experience leading races or chasing someone down
0: yeah so for me you're you're giving me a plus 165 for Lewis Hamilton to sit on the pole, lock it in. I, I'm I'm not I'm not even more confident in him than Valtteri, than than uh, than Max. But you're going to give me plus money for Lewis to sit on the pole, and not just plus 110 or you know plus 120. You're going to give me plus 165 for Lewis Hamilton to pole sit, lock it in right now. 100 plus plus 165. I'm I'm all over that and I'm and, not going near that. I, I'm not going near max at minus money for poll because of that. But I, I hate, I hate minus money period.
1: Yeah. We, we know you've told us multiple times that you hate plus money or minus money, minus money. Um, Damn. I just, with how, I mean, basically qualifying comes down to two runs, right? At, at, Normally, and at best, it could be one run if they have to use the second set of tires in Q2, let's say. But I just don't see – I I agree with you. I, I'm going to stay away from Verstappen minus 110. It's just – it's not a crapshoot, but there's so much, like, volatility in qualifying. You never – like, track limits have been but a big the, deal this just, year. Just
0: the odds. Just the odds. If, if uh, unless you think that Valtteri, that 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 Max is that much better of a driver in qualifying, why would you pay minus money for him to sit on pole when you can get plus money for lo- like that? It just it he might even get it, but that still doesn't make it a good bet going in. It's just not good value. And
1: Perez out qualified Verstappen for for last minutes. week.
0: Yeah, plus 165 for Lewis Hamilton to sit on pole is 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 good value. It just is.
1: It's almost like criminally low. Maybe they know something we don't.
0: Yeah. All right, let's talk top 3 cuz this more than anything else I think was affected by last week.
1: Yep, I agree with that. Um if we if let's just get the top 2 out of the way, Hamilton -400 Verstappen -350. Not going to touch Super those, duper just... locked,
0: but I'm not touching either of them. Well, honestly... I don't I, I don't like -400 or -350. At that point you're just betting against one of them blowing a tire or getting in an accident, and I'm not I'm not betting against that.
1: Well, looking at this line now, if you want to if you want to hedge Hamilton and Verstappen to win you can you can bet Hamilton minus four hundred get the same odds, and he can finish in second or third and you still win.
0: Yeah, but the but what you're 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 paying you're paying four hundred to win hundred. I just yeah I get it. He's Lewis he's Lewis Hamilton. he's Max Verstappen. You're getting minus four hundred and minus and minus three fifty, but I just. I don't know. Uh, I don't. So so let's
1: let's avoid those. Um, The next two, the top, the next two of the big two, Perez at even money, and Botas at plus one ten. I like Botas over Perez, but I don't like either of them. I don't like any of them. I
0: don't. I don't like this line at all. At all. At all. At all. Perez looked good, but he's completely unpredictable. Botas looked terrible lando looked great but it was one time leclerc you know has it in him but who knows ricardo is still learning the car gasly i don't know gasly might be the pick here right gasly's in a car that he knows he he only finished so low last time because of the the screw up on the wets plus 700 i don't know maybe but i i really i'm fading the top three picks altogether
1: just going to stay away from it. I think I'm going to stay yeah. away from Perez and Botas. I might throw a little down on Norris and Leclerc just because I think they've they've earned it this year. They've had two solid races. Perez and Botas, there's no way those lines should be that low. That is solely the car talking. That's solely someone who casually walks watches Formula 1 and seeing that that they can get even or plus money on a Mercedes yeah. or a Red Bull driver. They haven't shown yeah. anything that shows me that they can even get a podium this year, especially Perez. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't like it. Think, uh, let's
0: talk about top six.
1: Top six. So you said Gasly is a sleeper pick for, for top three. I think
0: Gasly is a, is a deep sleeper for top three. Top six minus 140. I don't like it. I'm, I'm looking at this and like, again, I, I don't like minus money, especially in Formula One, man. Like people crash, people blow out tires. Um, you know, Sonoda plus, you know, Stroll. That's that's probably my guy at plus six fifty. I like Stroll. I'll put I'll put a hundred down on Stroll. He missed it by by not a lot last race. I like Stroll at plus six fifty
1: to top six. I these lines are strange. I think I like signs and Ricardo here at minus one forty, minus one twenty five. Um, I just Stroll drove a really good race last week. I don't, and I think he's matured a lot as a driver this year, or in the off season. I just haven't seen it from the Aston Martin car yet, and he put together well, he, a good race he's last all, year. Oh. He's also doing it with no help. No
0: help. Sebastian Vettel is just, uh, un, until until I see otherwise, because I saw otherwise last race on the good side, on the bad side, I, I don't imagine Sebastian Vettel is helping Lance Stroll at all. It, it does not seem like it. But, but if you're going to give me plus 650 for Lance Stroll to land in the top six, I'll put 100 down there
1: okay you know and so let's move on to top 10 and this is where this is where I see a lot of value stroll plus 125 to finish in the points auto that looks auto like pick. that that looks like a bet that has neon signs
0: auto with your pick.
1: name on them auto pick I I agree I think that's gonna be my main play for a top 10 finish stroll plus 125. Like I said he's mature it seems like he's matured as a driver. The car I don't think we've seen the best of. It hasn't been promising but but I still think that the bottom four, the bottom three positions in the points are completely up for grabs on any weekend and I think Stroll is in a good place to to capitalize on it,
0: especially at plus money. And who decided that Fernando Alonso is more likely to top 10 than Stroll? Yeah. I I don't know where that came from, but Lance Stroll plus money. I would ignore everyone in the minus money. You know, you 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 really want to basically bet that Lewis Hamilton won't get, you know, run into or Max won't have a break issue, then sure, minus a thousand just because it almost never happens. But that that's that's why you're paying a thousand to win a hundred. Um but Lance Stroll plus plus one twenty-five to finish in the points. It's not a lock, but it is. It's the it it might
1: be the value pick of the entire board for me. It's 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 looking like it. I mean, so I I need to look at the other lines and our later bets. But that that's a really enticing pick. Um, yep. How
0: about both drivers finishing in the top ten, which destroys Aston Martin for me because of the aforementioned prodigal son, Sebastian Vettel um you know mercedes red bull ferrari mclaren all minus money um i don't like any of that you know valterie could be in the midfield sergio perez could have an add attack and go drive off to starbucks um the ferraris you know those those cars can crash um, McLaren seems a little bit more solid to me, but not at minus 175. Alpatari at plus one twenty-five, I like. I don't know that I love it, but at plus one twenty-five, you're talking about Gasly and Sonoda. I guess. I, I'm not I'm not thrilled by it, but that's that's the one that I'll take in the top in in both top ten, Alpatari.
1: I I I think I'm gonna stay steer clear from this bet because all of the cars, it's it's priced, it's priced really poorly in my opinion. Like it doesn't entice really anyone to bet on it. The minus yeah. money is so minus, like Ferrari minus two fifty after two races of a season that they've done well after last season. You never know what's going to happen with Ferrari. McLaren at minus one seventy five. I might take the juice on that because I do think they'll finish. But then the plus money is just not enough for me at yeah. plus plus one twenty five. I
0: just I, in, in order for me to jump on that, I'd need to see that really double plus two fifty. I would jump on Alphataria at 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 top tens plus
1: one twenty five. Well, meh. Well, this is. I'm looking back to the top ten bet. This is really interesting because Aston Martin has is plus two fifty to finish top ten. Alpine is plus 350 to both finish top 10. So Al- so Alpine is less likely. But then Fernando Alonso is more likely than Stroll. And Ocon is a- just a little bit worse than Vettel. I mean, they have Vettel over Ocon to finish top 10, and I don't think that makes sense. After I don't think Vettel races. finishing
0: over anyone makes sense after what I saw last week. It's
1: it's been rough out so, here so yeah i
0: i i don't love this one either
1: okay um what about so winning qualifying car the the car to finish on pole red bull minus 175 what
0: yeah i i'm not sure about this bet i i feel like the pole sitter bet is the bet right like what are the chances that Checo Perez or 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 Botas comes out of nowhere to sit on pole? I suppose, but like this this doesn't really I'd I, I'd rather take my Lewis Hamilton plus one sixty-five straight up to sit on the pole than knock it down to one twenty-five by adding Botas. Like I don't think Botas adds value to bet on this. I'd rather just bet on Lewis. And then the same thing, you know, the, the minus money now is even more minus when you add Sergio Perez, who I don't think is a huge threat to sit on pole. This this just seems like a watered-down version of Lewis versus Verstappen for the pole sitter. I, I'd fade this all the way.
1: I mean, last weekend, we did have Perez out-qualify Verstappen, but it's still so much juice on Red Bull. I... Yeah, they've looked really good this season, and I think this might be Sportbooks leaning into it. They've looked really good, and people want someone to beat Hamilton and Mercedes. But there should never, never be someone who's a minus 175 over Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes right now. It does not make sense.
0: So, yeah, I, I, I would fade it.
1: That man could have a spin in the first corner of his qualifying lap and still somehow beat the field by 2 tenths.
0: Yeah. Uh let's talk about the safety the fun, the and virtual safety car bets.
1: The fun ones. Um Well, first of all, let's talk about safety car -250, yes. Again, just so much so much juice. On I mean I I would bet it happens but not for minus 250. It's just Nope. And after last week virtual safety car yes at plus 125. Did you did that leave a bad taste in your mouth last week after seeing so many
0: so I mean let let briefly chances? let's let's briefly talk about this track, right? It was you know Imola is a wide the hell open track. Um but still didn't have any virtual safety cars right you would assume that that is where you would have vscs where they well, had it, room to pull people off but they didn't
1: well emola is strange because some parts are pretty open and some parts are pretty narrow but portamau yeah. is a very open track so
0: i i don't know you know theoretically that should lend itself to the virtual safety car that people should be able to pull off and be out of the way um but anytime that there is contact, that almost always brings out a safety car. So like failure, and you know the engine blows up, and someone just pulls over, that tends to be the virtual safety car. Uh, I I plus one twenty five and minus one sixty five. This has no interest to me.
1: I, I yeah. I don't think plus one twenty five quite gives me enough to bet on it. In minus yeah. one sixty five. I never, I never want to want to bet on not a safety car happening because you never know what's going to happen in a race.
0: Yeah, all sorts of crap can bring out a virtual safety car. I'd fade it, you'd fade it, we'd both fade it. Let's
1: talk about who's actually going to finish this race. Well, well there's only one, one driver of interest. Everyone is over minus two hundred, right? Yuki Tsunoda is minus two twenty five. Who's the closest thing to even money besides? Nikita Mazepin, minus 125. It's dropped since last
0: week. Which brings us to the interesting question. Yeah, Mazepin, Latifi, like these Haas and Williams drivers are going to be near the back. Are the Haas drivers going to be so far off the pace that they're not in danger of tangling with anyone else and therefore are super likely to finish the race just strolling around the track? I think probably, but again... It's all minus money. It's a wide open track. I have no idea if Haas's power unit is just going to explode. This this is this is a super fade. I'm not even glancing at a 20 man field, all of whom are minus money.
1: I not am even glancing at, at Nikita Mazepin. He won me money at plus 100 last week. It's just it's so ridiculous. Minus 120 for a professional driver to finish a race and yeah he's finished 50 percent of the races but there's only been two and he's a crazy driver and I don't like the guy but I can put that aside when I'm trying to win money and I think minus 120 for anyone to finish a race is a bet I'm going to take and that's going to extend that's going to extend even more to both cars to finish the race Pass at plus 150 so both cars to finish I can read that
0: you are getting plus money, and there is no reason to believe that what happened last week can't happen again. That the entire field just leaves the Haas cars in the dust, and they're just sitting back there, and basically, as long as the engine doesn't fail, the brakes don't fail, and they are doing their job getting out of the way when they get left, okay. But again, plus 150, I, I don't know. I, that's not enough juice for me. That's not enough juice for me. To, to to not see in my head one of these cars running into the wall or running into each other or having a mechanical failure or like, I just, I the, the only bet here that looks desirable to me is Haas at plus 150 and I can't make myself pull the trigger. I'm fading this one too.
1: Well, as someone who, who bets minus money, unlike you, I've probably bet up to minus 190 on some soccer bet. I think Alfa Romeo, Alpine, Aston Martin, and Alfa Tari all minus money. Alfa Romeo is minus one seventy five. Alpines minus one seventy five. Aston Martins minus one sixty five. Alfa Tari is minus one forty, which I think is the most intriguing. I think those are all worth a look. I think Haas is a play I'm going to make, just because there's it's just too much value for me. Alfa Tari, I don't think we've seen much to to show us that they have reliability issues or that their two drivers are going to beach it in the sand? No, I don't,
0: I don't dislike them. I just wish it weren't minus one. I just, ah, uh, minus money. I'm paying for the privilege of betting. Like, I just, I want odds. I want odds so that when I lose, it sucks. But when I win, I can make up for the times that I lose. And it's so hard to do that when you lay minus money on a regular basis.
1: I can see it, but I think you've got to. I think you've got to widen your horizons to minus money. All right. All right. So this is. Let's talk about a season-long bet that we've we talked about last week. I I showed the math. I think it was about like sixty-eight percent of races. This bet hit. Over under cars to finish. It seems to always be set at sixteen and a half. And a lot of times, the over money is is plus odds. But like last week at at Imola, but Portimao it's a wide open circuit now over sixteen and a half cars is minus one forty last year, only one car retired, Lance Stroll after a collision, um, so we've we've talked about this that we want to make this a season long bet because we think that that historically it's a winning bet. Do you feel the same way now that's minus money?
0: So I hate minus money. However, I think that if you have a strategy. That is a season-long strategy, and you're going to be patient. You need to take it, and minus 110 is as you know about as close as you're going to get. Um, so I still like it. I'll put money down on minus 110 over 16 and a half because I'm going to bet the over 16 and a half every single week un- unless you see you know over 16 and a half at minus you know 250 or something ridiculous. But I doubt we will um you so like this, that this you like that min- minus
1: 140 where it is now not minus 110
0: oh it is at minus 140 yeah i'll still take it i won't put down as much on it um but i'll take it because if you if you if you're looking at something from a season-long strategy then you stick with it and i don't love minus money but i'll stick with it here
1: okay okay now i want to i want to really really see how much damage Vettel did to you the first driver to retire from the race Vettel is plus 1200 is that value to you no no
0: no no Vettel <laughs> Vettel's just bad like he's bad when you bet on him he's bad when you bet against him I just want to fade him Vettel is just just I he's just poison. And betting on the first driver to retire, like, I, I don't know how you do that reliably. You're taking into account which car has mechanical. You're taking into account which car gets driven into. It's not necessarily the worst driver. The worst driver is the one who's in the back of the field. It's probably more likely someone who's like P16 and people are trying to run around them than the person who's starting in the pits. I'm, I'm, I'm laying off of this. There's a reason. I can't believe that Mazepin is only plus 300. Um, yeah, which is, I, I, don't, I think, I don't, I don't I, like any of these.
1: I think that's ridiculous. Um, not that I don't think if someone retires, it could be him first. I think there's a chance, but it jumps from plus 300 for Nikita Mazepin to plus 1000 for Schumacher plus 1200 for Latifi and plus 1200 for Vettel. That is is Mazapin four times more likely to, to be the first one out than Latifi or Vettel or Schumacher? No, you there's just Well,
0: how about how is he how is he three point three times more likely to retire than his own teammate? Yeah. Like it, it they're
1: doesn't driving make sense. the exact
0: same car. I mean, I get it. I get that they don't like Mazapin, but like really three times more likely like he's he's going to be last in the field probably so he's probably not going to be fighting anyone but Schumacher I I don't know I don't get it two cars that are mechanically identical I don't get how Schumacher is 3 times less likely to retire first than Mazepin it just I don't I don't like this line bad line bad Vegas bad move fade
1: and then the last one the last one that's available right now and after this I do want to talk about timing um first car to retire, it's it's the same thing, right?
0: Here it's, we go again. But again, here we're, you know, Haas, 225. It, it's not enough for me because, again, they could just sit in the back of the field and hold hands and not run into anyone all day. And then after that, like, who knows? Who's the first one to get tangled in turn one? Who's the first one to blow out their, like, This this just seems more like, this seems more like a roulette bet than than a smart bet to me i'm i'm fading all of this even with my love for plus money
1: if you if 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 you bet Alphatari, alpine Asmar, williams alfa mayo all of those as a sort of hedge you could turn this bet into into super it's, it would be super minus money but it's, I'd say, a lot better odds that you get five teams at minus 300 than one right. team at that's, plus 225.
0: That's the only way I'd do it. I'd group Haas. I'd probably leave Alphatari out. I'd put Haas, Aston, Williams, and Alpine in there and set up some sort of ungodly plus money parlay that turns into a minus money, even though it's not a parlay. But, like, it just, I don't know. Anything that you have to get that tricky to talk yourself into, man. It should stay away. That's a
1: good betting advice. That is good not betting great. advice. All right. You know? So we we ran through what we think are the best plays of the week. Um, but we talked, we mentioned it a little bit yesterday or last week. We are recording this on Wednesday before any practices. Is now the time to bet? Is now the time to place yeah. your bets because well yeah. so so much of the lines change just after practice or after qualifying, but i'm uh I'm a believer of like yeah, people go on runs or get bad, but like season long performance. I don't think so much changes from track to track with drivers of this caliber that I can't accurately bet on stroll top ten like if he goes out and craps the bed in in practice. I still like my my plus money for Stroll to get into the top 10.
0: Again, if you're betting for more than one race, you need to be willing to deal with ebb and flow, right? If, if Stroll puts the car in the wall or they have to change a power unit, then yeah, maybe you lose the bet this week. But if you keep taking Lance Stroll top six at plus money, I don't know how long it's going to last at plus money, before every race, you're going to win. I think you're going to win more often than you're going to lose, and at the very least, you're giving yourself a chance to win. If you keep waiting for for the results of practices and qualifying, it's it, you know it's just going to get priced more perfectly. And wagering right. is about is about finding and exploiting inefficiencies. The longer that you wait, the more information the books have, the more indication the cap, the more information the cappers have, the less value you're going to get from your bets. Um, so I think as long as you look at it from a long-term perspective, is Lance Stroll going to place top six often enough at plus 125 or 140?
1: No, plus, when uh, I
0: it, plus tops, uh, or top six is plus 650. Top 10 is plus 125.
1: You don't even need to hit
0: that very often. So for for me – Wednesday bet is the bet. Um, we're gonna see it. We're going to see after qualifying that plus one twenty-five for Lewis, plus one twenty-five for Max for the win, that's gonna go away. The ability to hit that hedge is going to go away when one of them qualifies on pole and the other one qualifies second or third, you're not gonna get that hedging opportunity. Um, and a lot of these opportunities are going to go away. So I I love pre practice pre quality betting. I feel like it would bother you a little less because you're okay with minus money as long as it's not too bad. For me, this is the only time to bet.
1: Yeah, well, I don't mind minus money to a point. Like last week we talked about, I think it was like both McLarens in the top 10 was like minus 165. And I wanted to hit it. And then it it was after practice I put my bets in. And they were like minus 250 by that time. So what it seems yeah. like to me is that and I'm not saying sport books are dumb because they really aren't. Uh, but this this is an objectively small market, right? So fewer people bet on this than than basketball, soccer, football, baseball. And so they don't put the resources to there. And what it seems like to me is it just – before race weekend, it just gets reset. We've seen the same lines two weeks in a row almost identically.
0: Yeah, other – other than other than Checo in the top three, it's really pretty similar
1: to Imola. Right, and it seems like they hit that reset and then start pricing it after practice. Yeah, and if you pay attention, you can like that. I, I'm going to lock in stroll plus one twenty-five to, top ten. To,
0: you have to be patient. You have to play the long game. It's a long season. Bet the plus money or or the the minorly minus money realize that shit happens you're going to lose some week i lost all my bets last week all of them but not by much and i'm gonna keep laying the same quality plus money bets because if i make 10 bets this week at plus money and win three of them i can wipe out all of last week's losses plus whatever like right like if i put 100 down on stroll at plus 650 Last race didn't even happen for me. Um, and it'll cover everything else I lose for this one. And it's a reasonable bet. And you're going to have it for a while. Um, but you're not going to have it 24 hours from now. Yep. And
1: I, th- I think that's going to be a theme for this year. Is, is 24 the-
0: hours from now being Wednesday afternoon. So you're not going to have this once practices and specifically qualifying start running.
1: Yep. Um, I think that's going to be a theme this year is Is bet early. Don't let the sport books get, you know, make these markets more competitive. I think there's a lot of opportunity here for a lot of good value plays. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how the sport books uh, do it for the rest of the year. All right. Before our
0: favorite segment, we got to plug stuff.
1: We do have to plug, plug stuff. It's plug time. And you know what? We talked about it before. We're talking about it again. We are better off a sports wagering information monetization platform. It's a place to verify everyone's picks. No longer the person on Twitter is telling you they're hitting, they're up 13,000 units this week because they just hit a 20,000 unit bet on second German league soccer. No,
0: we Uh... verify
1: everything to picks, to wins, to losses, to percentages, to units gains, to all of it. See it on a leaderboard, compare yourself with others, tell people they're good, tell people they suck, everything in between. And if you're good enough, hey, maybe you'll even get paid for your picks. Maybe other people will pay for your picks. Don't want to do that? Hell, you can buy picks from other people and know that what they're telling you is truthful, unlike any other platform out there right now.
0: So true. But what happens... If you're one of those annoying people who's in the group text and your shit shows up green because you don't have an iPhone, you're screwed, right? There's
1: no way to get it if you have an Android? Nope, it is on the Google Play Store on all Androids. It's on the App Store on all iPhones. So my brother-in-law, who
0: completely ruins our group text because we can't throw gifts or pictures or anything, even he can download
1: this? He can. I think the only people who can't download it are our people on the old Nokia phones. And, and we're trying. We're trying, okay? Yeah,
0: they're playing Snake, and they're downloading Better Off. How much is it going to cost? 20, 30,
1: 40 million dollars. Let, uh, let me just do some math, carry the four. No, zero, zero dollars. 0 I'm always off on that. All right,
0: zero. You'll get the I one, like it. you'll remember you that like one time. like it. I love it. The ladies love it.
1: That's what i The heard. ladies
0: love it, the men love it, those who self-identify, and uh, they, as, as that they love it. I don't it's know who true. they are, but they love it.
1: Everyone around the world loves it. The guy in the bodega across the street from me was telling me all about it the other day, and I was like, hey,
0: I already loves know. It. Don't, you don't have
1: to tell me. Tell everyone else. Loves it. All right. I I, I, believe, I believe that that classifies or finishes off our plug, but I believe that uh, you have a very interesting end to the show. It's a, for our favorite segment.
0: Yes, yeah, so our favorite segment – Begging rich people for money. This will be the first time that we beg a dead person for money. So we're actually begging his estate or his spirit or whatever. Doctor Samuel W. Francis, invent, i mean, you all know this—but the inventor of the aforementioned spork. Okay, Doctor yeah, that, Francis is a, a doctor. It's it is a doctor, a society man, a novelist, a philanthropist. The man appreciated birds of prey, not the Star Trek kind, the like hawks that come down and whatever kind. Anyway, in 1874, he patented the spork. He must be worth 80 bajillion dollars today. His grandchildren, the the, the franchises, the Francis's, come on. How could you not want to be with better off? We, we use better off sporks. I mean, everyone loves, it is, and I I say this. On the
1: podcast
0: with Better Off Sporks. I say this confidently. The spork is the greatest invention in cutlery in in a thousand years. What else has happened that people are like, wow, that's amazing? Nothing. Fork, spoon, knife. Fork, spoon, knife. Fork, spoon, knife. Chopsticks. But then the spork blows everyone away, and no one's been able to do anything about
1: it. I just know that the sport got me through many, many school meals in my childhood. And I would love to be able to represent them on this podcast. Yeah. Elon Musk tried to do better than the sport. Failed.
0: Just can't be done. And because of that, because of its enduring awesomeness, that's why we believe that we are a perfect fit for Dr. Samuel Francis, because we are awesome. And we prove our awesomeness like the spork does by just blowing everyone's minds, turning stuff upside down, and, and really digging huge birds that pick things up and, like, fly away with them.
1: We will make a, the spork the official utensil of better off. I'll only Ooh. use the spork. The official have, you, have you had utensil. the
0: spork where the other end of it is actually a knife? So it's a fork and a spoon and a knife, but the problem is, if you're using the spork as a knife, you need something else to cut it with. So then, like, you should have your own knife.
1: Doctor Francis knew that. He knew that. He's a smart guy. He
0: did. Yep. And that is why he said that's too much. That's too much. Yep. He was that's too much, and he actually owns stock
1: in knives. Yeah. A great man, knives, or a good man pushes further. A great man knows his own limits, and Doctor Francis knew his limits. I don't know, but I did. That was that was well done. Thank you. It was very well done. Come here for inspirational quotes every week. Indeed.
0: Hang on, like the cat poster. <laughs> All right. So that is us begging a dead scientist, who I assume is probably from England, for money. Um, let's see it, Samuel, Doctor Samuel Francis's estate. Hook us up. It'll be better off spork time. Uh, But until then, enjoy the race. The race is Sunday morning, Eastern time, Sunday, other times, other times. We're going to be watching it. We'll be back next week to talk about all of our bets, how we did, how we didn't do, and to see whether we got money from the sport people. Let's hope so. All right. Until then, I'm Alex. I'm Harry. Everyone be safe and wear your masks.